Welcome to Talking Friars. I am your host, Ralph Shockey. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host, Richard Scott. Rich, how are you doing, and how's your week been so far? Pretty good, Ralph. I mean, can't complain. You know, we got a pretty busy episode today. We're going to be uh, talking about the DePaul game, which happened a week ago, last Wednesday. Moving into the uh, Seton Hall game tonight at 6.30. Then going into the, um, yeah, crazy, hectic, you know, many different adjectives you could call it, the Georgetown game yep. on Saturday. We got a lot to talk about, but yeah, I'm doing I'm doing quite all right here, Ralph. I mean, pretty busy this week, but you yeah. know, happy to be here once again in Smith. Yep, recording this fun. podcast with you on a lovely Wednesday. A little dreary outside, but that's fine. Yep. You know, we're still here. Right, we're thriving. Yeah. You know, how, how, how have you been, Ralph? Uh, I've been good. I've been good. Just trying to stay uh, busy and productive. You know, just trying to stack productive weeks on productive weeks. Uh, it's nice that we have business law together. Uh, that's been a nice touch. We've got a great professor and great classmates, so I've really enjoyed that class, even though it's a 2.30 to 5 marathon on Fridays. It is what it is. But it's all good. Um, you know, I'm doing well, though. Um, you know, this is a big episode. You know, it's a big episode. Big We're going to cover uh, three games, as Rich just mentioned, and DePaul, Seton all tonight, and then uh, obviously Georgetown on Saturday afternoon. Uh, you know, weather isn't the best out, but we're inside. That's all that matters. So, uh I think with that all being said, I think we're going to start with the uh, DePaul blowout victory. The blowout victory. There we go. It's a good uh, good way to start. I mean, sure. 162 win, Friars over DePaul. We didn't really expect, you know, anything uh, anything less than the uh, 30.8 or 38 margin of victory, yeah. did we, Ralph? I mean, uh, I don't think I, I don't think so. I think you're yeah. spot on with that one. No, I mean, uh, yeah, just a blowout victory. I wasn't expecting to get to triple digits, but yeah. we did. Yeah, and I was jumping up and down. I oh, was you were going crazy. I was going you were crazy. going crazy. You know, at that point, like it. it it, it was like 96 points, and there was like five minutes left. I was like, we got it. Got to get 100. Got to get 100. Got to get 100. Oh, yeah, and that was like the only thing that I was focused on. Yeah, that's it. You know, I mean, didn't, not, nothing else mattered in the moment besides getting 100 points. Yep. I just wanted to see that. That's the first time in our uh, in our time here at Providence College that our team has gotten 100 points. Yeah. Never seen that before. Yep. I think that's, uh, you know, I, I – what, what was the graphic uh, after the uh, DePaul game? This was like the largest margin of victory, I, I think, the Friars have ever had since, like, yeah. you know, I'm against 10, DePaul, I believe. Years or yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah, biggest so margin huge, of victory versus DePaul. Yeah. Huge margin of victory. You know, without Hopkins, I mean, we, we were sort of skeptic, you know, mm-hmm. going into the game, you know, because Hopkins, as we mentioned in the last episode, really just provided us with that, yeah. you know, extra just oomph, mm-hmm. you know, with the rebounds, with the just leadership overall, you know, so we thought that this uh, margin was going to be. You know, a little smaller, bit, honestly, a, a little smaller, Slender, you know, maybe yeah. within like that 10 to 15 range. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely wasn't expecting this 38, no. but I think uh, I, I think the key takeaways were, you know, two of our bench players getting in double digits. Yeah. You know, you had Slim and then you also had, um, gosh, who do we, who do we have there? We had a Slim. Rich Barron. Rich, and Rich Barron. Barron. Yep. How can I forget Rich? Yeah, that's Rich. your guy. That's oh, your guy, yeah. Rich. That's, that's my guy, guy yeah. yeah. No, Rich, I mean, with a good, solid 12, I mean, really stepping up uh, from the bench. You know, Slim also, you know, splitting time with Odor on this game. Odor only had 17 minutes, though. You know, he uh, he split the time. He actually, I think uh, Slim, Slim actually had, had more. more minutes, six minutes. Yeah, he yeah. had more. So, you know, it was definitely good to see uh, Slim involved in that offense, you know, taking those high percentage, mm-hmm. you know, points in the paint. You know, looked really good. But, I, you know, I really like seeing our bench guys getting some time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and getting, getting the moments, you know, getting the ball in their hands, putting up good shots. Looked really good, you know. And, mm-hmm. and on top of that, we had Odoro. You know, we had uh, we had Carter. You know, with a stellar performance once again. And we had yep. Pierre. Mm-hmm. You know, all three going in double digits, just really looking like looking like themselves out there. Didn't expect anything else from those three guys, but mm-hmm. you know, it was really nice seeing those two, uh, Rich and uh, Slim, going in double digits. Sure. Yeah, you know, very well said there, Rich. Um, you know, one thing for me is literally everyone got in the game. Oh, yeah. That's always good to see. <laughs> you know, even Kieran O'Hare, Luke Fonz, and Donovan Santoro got in hey, the game. Love to see that at the end there. You know it is a good game when Luke Fonz is on the court. <laughs> True. Oh, yeah, when the True. Fonz formation goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, the, oh, my goodness. that's when you know the game is going yeah. really well. It, True. It's going in your favor. Oh, True. Yeah. Love to see that. I think that's the first one of the first games that uh, English put Fonz out on the yeah. court. Yeah, I think, I think it was like one non-conference, yeah, second, second, one, second yeah. game, but yeah, it was definitely nice to see yeah. him, uh, him getting a what three minutes in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's definitely fun, contributing, fun contributing you, for sure. You know the scene from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh, whoa, whoa, yep, you yeah, know, yeah, the, oh, whistle, oh, oh. the whistle, the Caprio on the that, chair. Oh. That, that was all of us seeing Luke Fonson yeah. on the court. You know, <laughs> Leonardo so DiCaprio just playing there. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely, definitely cool to see. Yeah, 
Oh, no, yeah. it was good to see. It was good to see. You know, obviously everyone got in the game. That was great. Uh, obviously, some players scored more than some players, obviously, some other players, obviously. But I think as you look down this roster from this game specifically, you had one, two, three, four, five players in double figures. And, you know, we like to talk a lot about ingredients on this podcast. You know, after this, we're going to get a quick bite at Ray before the game at 630. And, you know, a big ingredient, a big determining ingredient for this team has been you know, can people step up, you know, after Bryce went down, right? Obviously, it's, you yeah. know, do you have enough sous chefs and cooks in the kitchen to step up for your best player? And now Devin Carter, who has been the best player the entire season, without a doubt, I'd argue he's the big, biggest player of the year. But it's really come down to, okay, do you, enough, do you have enough sous chefs and cooks in the kitchen to step up and, you know, equally carry the load off of Carter's shoulders? And in this game, you had that. Um, you know, you had Oduro with 17, Pierre with 14, Carter obviously with 25, you had Rich Barron with 12 off the bench, and then you had Slim with 12 off the bench. I'd say Slim is the biggest surprise out of this game. Yep. I think he looked really good in transition. Um, he surprisingly looked pretty good in the paint, I have to say. Um, you know, I'd say he brings a pretty good amount of effort when it comes to the rebounds. Yep. Um, you know, he's not afraid when it comes to that part of the game, which is what you like to see. You know, not those winning plays necessarily, but, you know, extra chances. You know, the more chances you get, you know, like lottery tickets, you know, they're bound to hit, right? Yeah. So, you know, my biggest surpriser and takeaway kind of out of this game was Slim. You know, the fact that he outplayed Adoro for six minutes, I think that that's not very significant, but it's significant a little bit. You know, I'd honestly say I'd like to see more of a minute split between them two. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk Adoro more on this podcast, but this episode specifically, but, you know, it's gotten very easy and common to see that Oduro only really has one move when he's down the paint. He just goes to that right hand all the time. Yeah. And if you force him to his, to his left, it's pretty much game over. Right, like what happened in the Seton Hall game. Exactly, right. right. We're going to talk about that we'll talk when about we that get to the Seton Hall game. But, yeah, so Slim was my biggest surprise. It was really nice to see Rich Barron get in the game. You know, Rich. Uh, yeah, Rich Barron. You know, whenever he gets in the game, he's just efficient. Oh, yeah. You know, he's scored 12 and 16 minutes here. He went two of two from three, four or five from the field. You know, he doesn't take bad shots. He's a very aware shooter. Um, you know, you can see why he's getting the amount of minutes he's getting as a freshman in Kim's system. I think Rich Barron is one of the kind of prototypical Kim English players. Yep. You know, defensive-minded player first. You know, I mean, he's, what, you know, 6'4", 225. He's like a linebacker oh, playing yeah. basketball. Oh, yeah. But he utilizes that stuff. Right. Like, he that's does, the thing yeah. about Rich. He does. And then, you know, and then his kind of specialty is a three-point shot. And, yeah. you know, we've talked about before with the four-out one in offense, you got to knock down shooters. Rich Barron is going to be one of those foundational pieces for years to come. Yeah. Um, and then kind of just getting into the starters here, uh, you know, Devin Carter with 25, not much to say there. You know he was going to get his. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you and know. What's crazy to think about that, though, is like you say 25 yeah. as if like that's like an average. Right. Score. It, it know, really like that, is. Like it that's really how is. well Devin Carter has been performing yeah. the past like six games now yeah. where he's gotten like up up into like that range. Yep. I like the, the past six games mm -hmm. that like a 25 almost seems underwhelming from him. Right. You know, especially at, at halftime, I believe he was at like 19, 20 points. Yeah. Which yep, was crazy. Right we thought that. that he was going to beat his career high. I think we thought he was going to get above 40, mm -hmm. you know, but it was nice to see him finally get some rest. For sure. Because For ever sure. since Hopkins has been out, he's been out there 40 minutes. Yeah. Blood, blood sweat, and tears, yeah. you know, nonstop, just out there 40 minutes, you know, and putting all that he has into the game. Mm -hmm. So he finally had 12 minutes of rest in this game, putting in 28 minutes. But you saw like that, you know, when he was on the, when he was on the bench. You saw Pierre step up. Yep. You saw even Garway stepped up with seven mm -hmm. points in this game. Yeah. You know that he didn't get double figures, but that was his right. career high, seven points. Yeah. You know, going one for three, and I believe three for six from the field. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just, just looked, you know, efficient out there yeah. in the time that he played. I, I think that this was one of his better performances, mm -hmm. you know, Garway. You know, even I mean, though he didn't fill up the we, box score, he, right, you he, could he still notice a difference with him out on the court. You, you, you could definitely notice a difference with, you know, with him out on the court. Right. I mean, um, compared to his previous games, mm -hmm. you know, Garway – it just looks like he's out there, you know. Yeah. I mean, he just looks. Yeah, he's he's good at moving <laughs> the that. ball. You know, his assist numbers are really good. You know, on on paper. Yep. But like when when it comes to like what we want from him, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I I think that uh, we were lo we were looking for some more. But he finally, I, I I think he gave us what we wanted in this game. Yeah. You know, with a few flashy passes. Yep. I, you know, back, I think one of them was back to slim. You know, like a, yeah. 
back pass. Like, it yep. looked really well. You know, he looked pretty good, you know, but I think that's, that's another takeaway that I had from this game. It's just seeing yep. Carter finally get a little bit of rest, especially mm-hmm. in that second half. You know, and, and he got 25 points. We thought he was going to get more, but, you know, I mean, jet, an, an efficient outing from him and, mm-hmm. you know, an efficient outing from the uh, people stepping up in his place. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it, this this was kind of the uh, sous, sous chef cook game. Yeah. <laughs> in my opinion, if you want to call it that, you know, you had multiple sous chefs and cooks, you know, preparing food for Devin Carter to eat, right, and taking food off of his plate, actually, if you want to put it that way, too. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was just a, a team win, honestly. I mean, there's, I know it's cliche, but there's really no other way around it. I mean, you had literally everyone playing the game and you had, uh, five players in double figures. So, you know, I think, I think that's the biggest takeaways and, but, but I do think, you know, going into this game, it was a must win. And last episode we talked about, you know, if we lose this game, season's over. And thankfully, the season remains on. You know, we're, we're on to see an all tonight. I feel good about our chances. I do feel good about our chances. We're a well-rested team. Seton all coming off a three-overtime performance. Uh, yeah. Lost to Creighton. Um, you know, we'll talk about the game in a few more minutes. But the one stat that really stood out to me was the three-point shooting. Because besides the three-point shooting, we beat them in every statistical category pretty much. It was the only real stat in number numbers that stood out to me was a three-point shot. And we went four of 17 and lost by four. If you make two more threes, you win that game. So I feel pretty good about our chances. Uh, I know we're on the road, and, you know, I know that the listeners on this podcast probably do know my concerns about us playing on the road, which is a real concern, by the way, you know, even with this one against DePaul. But, you know, I do feel good about our chances. I like our chances tonight. You know, get this win. Then you have the big one on Saturday, 1230 versus Georgetown. I feel good about our chances, too. You know, we were talking last episode about, you know, is the season over or not if we lose to DePaul? And we were going through the games and the schedule. And, you know, this team is ninth in the conference right now, which is unacceptable. Right, but, just above uh, Georgetown and right, DePaul, right? And, but I still do believe that it can make a run and still finish in the top six. Because, you know, with our, with our mutual feelings about seeing Hall tonight, you know, Seton Hall is the second best team in the conference right, right. now. You know, Six say what say what you yeah. right, like say what you want. You know, if you want to say Creighton, Marquette, uh, UConn, whatever. But just from a records perspective, they are the second best team in the conference. Yeah. So you know, if you're gonna have a team that's ranked number ninth beat the number two team, a team that you know isn't like shouldn't be ranked number nine and like isn't worthy of that and is much better than that ranking, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not going to say it can change a lot, but, you know, it can certainly move you up a few spots. So, um, but anyways, um, I wanted to have say one more thing about the Paul game, which I think is important. And this is an off-the-court point, but, you know, this team could have easily quit on Coach English, Kim English. Yep. Um, it could have easily quit, you know, coming off that just brutal Xavier blowout at home. Could have easily quit on Kim, and you saw a team that didn't quit. Um, you saw a team that played to the very end, that was that was resilient, was tough, played team basketball, was selfless. Yeah. Um, you saw a team that wanted to prove itself. Um, you know, take the DePaul competition as what you will, but um, you saw a team that didn't give up for his head coach mm-hmm. in year one. Yeah. After their best player goes down, uh, top three player goes down. Excuse me. But, you know, you saw that, and I think that's an encouraging sign. Yeah. You know, it speaks to how much these players love Kim and, and want, really do want to play for him. And, you know, it's year one. They could have easily just, you know, kicked the can down the road and being like, oh, we're on to the next season. You know, Bryce will be back. You know, got Oswin and Bonk coming in. We're going to be good. You know, we're chilling, whatever. But, no, you know, th- we scored a season-high 100 points yeah. on, yes, the worst team in the conference, but 100 points is 100 points. Right. You know, whether you're scoring that against DePaul or against, you know, professional NBA team. 100 points still 100 points. So that was a, that was a big takeaway for me too. Yeah. I mean, one, you know, like just, just to finalize the DePaul mm-hmm. game, you know, one takeaway that I had from this game was this is our first home or away victory, you know. I, we, we played Oklahoma, you know, lost in sort of a battle down there, you know, and then yeah. against Creighton, you know, like – we're, we're we're notoriously not the best team on the road, right? Right, mm-hmm. and and in the neutral sites, like you know, like we're a little iffy, 
you know, like that's just how it is. Like that's how it's always been. Like our entire time here at Providence College. Yeah. You know, so you know, the, the, there was a little worry going into this Paul game. You know, it's it's a it's a game on the road. Mm-hmm. We're notoriously just like not this road team. Right. You know, and and especially coming off four four straight losses. You know, there was a little bit of doubt, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was nice seeing us uh, win, especially by this margin, mm-hmm. you know. So that first, you know, just winning the game, I was super happy, right? Yeah, I know. You know, sure. and, and people might take this game with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. you know. And I can understand that, you know, like the Paul's the worst team in the conference. They're 0 for 6. Yeah. They, they just fired Tony Stubblefield, yep. you know, who, who was – I, I think are you know the I, worst I, coach I think you, yeah I, I think without arguing I yeah. think you're the worst coach easily in, in the Big East you know so you know you you could take this game with a with a grain of salt right as mm-hmm. as a grain of salt yeah of salt but because we won by such a margin mm-hmm. thirty eight points I, I I think that this game like we 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 proved ourselves once again to be resilient mm-hmm. you know that we still have a fight in us after Hopkins leaving yeah. you know or not leaving getting injured yeah hurt yeah you know uh we we still like have that potential within us mm-hmm. that we're still no, there. that we're we're, still we're there. the ninth seed in the big east right now but we have potential to be that sixth fifth you know yeah. whatever mm-hmm. you know uh, spot in, in the big east mm-hmm. you know we still have that fight we still have that drive we still have that you know, determination to be the best team that we could possibly be. Right. You know, and, and yeah. that's what I saw. That's what I saw. 38-point margin of victory with a first-year head coach. Yeah. Five players, you know, going into double double figures. It's pretty good. You know, two, two on your bench, you know, the splitting of times, that team mm-hmm. victory. Yeah. You know, especially in, in, in such hard times for mm-hmm. our team. You know, I, I, I think it, I think that this was a good game. I yeah, think this, a great game. I, a, a great game. Great. You know, I, I'm – once again, you could say like, "Oh, it was against the Paul. It doesn't mean too much." This, I, I this was more than just a moral victory. Mm-hmm. This was like, this was a team victory. Yeah. This was a season victory. Season saving victory. Season season savings victory. Yeah. Thank you, Ralph. Yeah, that's a great right. way to. That's a yeah. great way to describe it. You know, and, and th- this is what's going to keep us going. Right. This is going to be our momentum going into Seton Hall. Yep. You know. Yep. I think if we can perform like we did against the Paul, right? I think the margin uh, against Seton Hall is going to be a lot closer. It's For not sure. going to be a thirty-eight. Yeah, point, right. No, 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 no. But if we could keep that game to within, you know, maybe five, ten, ten, ten at five, most, five, ten points. Ten at most, probably. You know, we we might have a shot. Yeah. You know, because just because of the way that we performed in, 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 in against the Paul, we, we I think we will have a good shot against Seton Hall. Yeah. You know, and I no, think I that I think the spread currently is set at three and a half points, which oh, is yeah, a very no, check, very close spread. You know, against Seton Hall, who is the second best team in the Big East, mm-hmm. so there is definitely yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a closer game than people expect. Um, you know, and I, and I think that if we keep it within you know yeah, within that like margin, we could you know we could possibly once again get that road victory. Yeah, you know that second road victory of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, I, it all starts with this momentum starting from you know uh, the the Paul right. victory in right. Chicago. Right. So. I'm going to ask you a question. Who have been the two best players on this team so far this season? Best players on the team this season? Two best. Two best? I'll give it Carter, of course. Yep. Carter, uh, you know, undisputedly, yep. is, the, is our best player, mm-hmm. is our MVP. You, you, you need a shot, I'm, you know, I'm taking Carter. Yeah. You need that player to, to set up the plays, to be the initiator, to yep. be just the leader of our team, the mm-hmm. face of the Friars. Yeah. It is Devin Carter 100%. right now. You know, and, and and the second you you could throw it up. I personally, I I would take, I would take Odoro. Yep, I agree. I would take Odoro, I but I think it's split between Pierre and Odoro. I think it's a very close. You know, but I would take Odoro just because of mm-hmm. the way he's been performing, especially in the paint. You could yeah. you could take a look at this game against DePaul. Twenty five of our shots went in from the paint. Yeah. You know, at twenty five points in the paint. Tw- twenty five out of the thirty five that we shot in the paint mm-hmm. were you know. We're buckets. Yeah. You know, they, they, they got us points. That's mm-hmm. 70% shooting in the paint. Mm-hmm. That all sort of stems from Odora, right? Mm-hmm. And just, just his performance, his, his ability to, to rebound, use his size once again, to be like that like center, that, that yeah. fifth man. Right. You know, I, I, I think he's filling in that role really well, and he's mm-hmm. only getting better. Yeah. Right? There, there have been some weak points for him, but, you know, once again, playing Seton Hall the last time that we played, you know, Seton Hall, he mm-hmm. had his uh, season high, his career high, I believe. Yeah. You know, and, and – Kim trusted him with that last shot. 
it didn't go in, of course, you know. But mm-hmm. but they're you know, I, I, I think I think Odoro has earned that spot as our second best player. I agree. That's why he took that shot against Seton Hall. Yeah. You know, like that's why he had the hot hand too. You know, but but also you could argue like Pierre Pierre had the uh, shot against St. John's to take us to, to win that game. Yeah. You know, with that three pointer. Yep. That was because Pierre was in that. It was, right. was hot, you know. Right. So it really it switches uh, back and forth, mm-hmm. I, I I believe, between Odoro and Pierre. Yep. But I, I, I think just because of his performance and, and his ability to fill in his role, I think Odoro has been our number two player, mm-hmm. uh, second to Carter. So, yeah, I would I would agree with, with that top two. That's what I was gonna say actually, um, because I wanted to, I wanted to ask you that question because uh, I, I wanted to see what you would have said obviously. But with those two players, you see Carter only played played uh, what was it 20, 28 minutes in this game, and Odoro only at seventeen. Mm-hmm. And when you look at that. And you look at how Castro outminuted uh, Oduro by six minutes, and you see how Pierre was able to have the last twelve minutes of that game off. It speaks to the balance that is somewhat being created within the team. Mm-hmm. It's speaking to the balance of the team as a whole. It's speaking to the balance of the team when other role players, sous chefs, and cooks are cooking. Um, to put it that way, um, it talks to you know that the ceiling that this team once originally had before the season, even before Bryce went down, like the ceiling is still there. The ceiling between four and six. And that, that that's the ceiling in my, like any ceilings four, floor is six. It's still there. Right. It's still there. And a win versus Seton Hall tonight could very well move us closer to six. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I like, I like to, I like to look at the biggies as like a stock market, right? Yeah. And, like, there's no, you know, it's no surprise that the Big East tournament is in Madison Square Garden. And, you know, I'll, I'll be there again this year. You know, if any l- listeners want to meet up, would love to meet up. Yeah. Uh, just DM us at Talking Friars on Instagram. But we'll talk about that later down the line once we get closer to it. I'm actually trying to go back to a networking event I went to last year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, sorry, shameless plug there. But, you know, you look at it as, like, a stock market, right? It, like, ebbs and flows. Yeah. Like, I don't know, you see St. John's beat, like, you know, you look at Butler, St. John's, Seton Hall this year. Those have kind of been, like, the three surprise teams, right? You know, Villanova, I think, can lose to anyone, but also win versus anybody. You know, it's very ebbs and flows. So, you know, and we were looking at the schedule last episode saying, like, you know, the season is not over. Right. You know, as long as we beat DePaul, which obviously happened, but the season's not over. The team can still easily get on a run and position itself for a Big East tournament run. Yeah. Even with Bryce down, mm-hmm. and I think this is a this was a big sign of what is possible, even regardless of the competition. So, I think that's uh, that's to Paul, and with that, we'll shift to tonight's game versus Seton Hall. Yeah, Richie, uh, take it away. So, yeah, I mean, this is definitely this is going to be a dogfight oh, yeah. first and foremost. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, tonight six thirty, we're playing in Newark, New Jersey, at the mm-hmm. Prudential Center, an away game. You know, we we've talked about this many times. We talked about it earlier in this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not the best road team. Unfortunately not, but, no. but there is that momentum going into it with that DePaul victory, yeah. especially being away in mm-hmm. Chicago, all that. You know, we, we, we have that a little bit of momentum. We have a little bit of a spark, you know, going into this game. You know, and, and we need to redeem ourselves. Yeah. This is our redemption game. Yeah. You know, Seton Hall has beaten us at home now mm-hmm. two times in a row. Yeah, you know, at our senior night last year, yep. right <laughs> before right, yeah. before uh, spring break, right? Yep, that's right. And then yeah. just just recently, uh, January third. Yeah. So they right. they've beaten us two times at home. Mm-hmm. We got to reclaim ourselves. We got to right. redeem ourselves. Mm-hmm. We got to get this win at the Prudential Center. Yeah. And and that's, I think that that's going to be the that's good that's the game plan. Right. You know, like that that's the that's the title of the game plan. Mm-hmm. It's the redemption game. Redemption game. You know, I yeah. think right now I I I, I think. C and Hall are pretty much our rivals. I think even more so than Villanova at this point. Yeah, you know I mean? they've because, had our number. Because they've C, had our number. C and yeah. Hall has, you know, in, in in the times like that, we needed to win the most, right? Yeah. You know, uh, senior night and what was ended up being the last game with Cooley at home. Yeah. You know, we we, we lost. Mm-hmm. You know, the game that Bryce Hopkins uh, went, went down, out, yeah. we lost. Yeah. You know, two must needed wins mm-hmm. in two different seasons now. Yeah. They've beaten us. True. So I, I would argue, I think Seton Hall is, is rising their ranks in, in terms of our rivals. Right. You know? Yeah, true. Uh, I don't think they're at the Marquette level. I think Marquette and, and us have a tighter rivalry. Yeah. I mean, and especially, I, I, 
I, I, I won't uh, undermine the uh, Villanova rivalry as yeah, well. No, that's I think that's always going to yeah. be like the you know highest level right. of uh, rivalry <laughs> yeah. forever. No, um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Seton Hall's uh, ri- rising up there in our mm-hmm. rivalry rankings. So, you know, I, we need this win. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think I, I've said that now. I think five times or you know however many. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we just need it. Yeah. And, and the spread the spread's out at three and a half. I think it's going to be a very close game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think we, we're finally going to have that momentum. Yeah. Uh, if Carter plays a full game, you know, I think he's going to get in like that, like 25, maybe 30 point range mm-hmm. once again. Yeah. Uh, I don't really see him slowing down. You know, he put his all into the Seton Hall game when we played him last time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and once again, Odoro, our shots in the paint. Um, you know, those high percentage shots were going in against Seton Hall. When yeah. We played them at home. Yep. That's why we kept it close. You know, mm-hmm. we ended up scoring 57 against them. And I, I want to say maybe 70% of those were from the paint. You know, our, our three point percentage, which I, you know, yeah. you could probably touch on like after right. I, after yeah. I finish talking, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, our, the majority of our points came from the paint. Yeah. That's what I want to see in this game. I want to mm-hmm. see, you know, uh, driving to the rim. You know, I want to see those high percentage shots. You know, jump shots. I know Pierre's really good at those. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, Odoro yeah. with the with his right hand hooks. You know, mm-hmm. I sh- his his go to, his classic, his yeah. You know, bread and Kareem butter. Abdul Jabbar. Oh yeah, sky just, just the right, just the right hooks. I mean, that's what I want to see. Yeah. You know, and learn learn from what we couldn't do at home January third, and apply it to this game. Mm-hmm. If we could do if we could do that, yeah, I think we have a good shot. You yeah. know, you, you you have to mitigate. You know, uh, Kadari Richmond's performance yep. really. Yep. You know, you really gotta, you know, lock down on lock him. down on him. Put Carter on him. I I could see us, you know, once again learning from our mistakes um, at the amp, mm-hmm. and just uh, just going forward with uh, with just a you know, I, I, I hopefully a victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, great, great point, uh, great talking there. That was a, that was a great stretch. Um, you know, it, it from what I've gathered from this episode so far. You've been very much X's and O's, and I've been very much off the court. Yeah. So I want to kind of keep that trend going. It's pretty cool. And, you know, I, I think it's great. Like, that that's happening this episode. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I was just talking about in the in the DePaul game. Like, you know, you saw that this team didn't give up. Right. The team, it was all gas, no breaks. It, the team did not give up. From a mental standpoint, the team did not give up from tip-off to the end of the buzzer. And with this game against Seton Hall, you're you're going to see mentally how was this team mentally prepared and mentally challenged its, itself for this revenge game, for yep. this second game against them. What what have you learned off the court since that first game to apply to get a win? What have you applied and learned since Bryce went down to beat this team the second time you faced them? What have you learned on the road to help you with this game? Mm-hmm. You know, all these questions and answers that we're going to find out tonight. Um, because, you know, if this team wins, then that will be like, a, oh, okay, this team really has made progress and is able to get a real road win, in my yep. opinion, like a signature road win, because seeing all, you know, second team in the Big East right now, yep. one of, if not the biggest surprise team in the conference this season. But if the team loses, then I'm going to start to question, okay, what went into the preparation? Right. What went into the game plan? Are players, you know, locked in enough? What are their proper assignments? Um did this team just look prepared, or was it just a complete s you know what show? Yeah. Um, but you know, so that's that's really it for me. Um, I'd say you know, just kind of comparing and contrasting here, we had what five players in double figures against yeah. DePaul. You know, Seton Hall had four players in double figures when we played them this season for the first time, yeah. and they had no bench points. No bench points. And compared to our first Crazy game, stat line. Compared to our first game against them, we only had two players in double figures, and that was Odoro and Carter. Yeah. And we were just talking about it. Those are our two best players. You expect those guys to at, you know, at least be in double figures, yep. right? So I think that's big. But now I'm going to shift from mental to X's and O's. I think it's really going to come down to the guard play. I think it's going to come down to Jaden Pierre and Devin Carter versus Kadari Richmond and um, Dre Davis. I think that's those are really the two big matchups. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not worried about um, Odoro versus <laughs> Betty Aka. I believe that's right. Yeah. yeah. Odoro versus Betty Aka so much, but I am interest interested to see. You know, going back to the mental point real quick, Odoro's counter to him getting stopped on his right hand move, his go to yeah. move. What is your counter? 
you know, can you go to your left, like fake it and go reverse? Or can you, you know, fake right or maybe hit like a, a fadeaway jumper? Or can you, you know, go left, fake, go up, go for the reverse that I was just mentioning? So I think that's really going to be it for me. Um, you know, this line set at three and a half, four points. So it's going to be a street fight. It's going to be a dog fight. It's going to be a street fight brawl in, in, in Jersey City. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. It's going to be a classic Big East defensive battle game. Um, but, you know, I really do think that it does come down to the guards at this point. And I think those are the two big matchups tonight. Um, yeah. Just one more thing. You know, this this Providence team is at a week to rest. And Seton Hall mm-hmm. is coming off of a three-overtime loss at Creighton on Saturday. At, at home, I believe. Uh, was that home? I believe so, right? Um, was that home? Yeah, it was at home. Yeah, first grade. Yeah, it was at home. Yep. So, you know, I mean, that, that shows you how I mean how good, tough, relentless of a team Creighton is, obviously. But, you know, we're going to see how DePaul responds to that loss, too. Right. We're going to see how we respond to our first loss against Seton Hall. Yep. Oh, I just said DePaul. Excuse me. I meant Seton Hall. We're going to see how. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. my mind's all over the place. Um, but we're going to see how we respond to our first loss against Seton Hall and mm-hmm. how Seton Hall responds to this. I mean, just triple overtime, brutal yeah. defeat. So, you know, this team is well-rested. This team, you know, has got a big one Saturday afternoon, obviously. But, you know, by the same token, this can't be a look-ahead game. Right. This cannot be a look-ahead game. You can't be looking forward this this game just straight ahead of the Georgetown Day and on mm-hmm. Saturday because you know everyone and their mother is going to be at the game. And, right. You know, it's – You're only focused on that one game. Right. And, right. It's, and it's going to be – we're going to get the Georgetown game after this game, obviously. But, you know, it's going to be one of, if not the biggest game in Providence Friars men's basketball history. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's just call a spade and spade and say that. You know, yeah. well, we can touch on cool if we want to, you know, whatever. We'll let the conversation flow. But, you know, this team needs to show what it's learned, what it's adjusted to how mentally strong and tough it is still. You know, the biggest is a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. It's a war. Um, you know, it's like the Avengers movies, like Endgame. You know, I'm not a huge Avengers. I don't know where that came no, from. I'm not a huge Avenger, here, Avengers uh, guy. But, yeah. you know, it, we're going to see how the team really responds. And so, yeah, you know, you just can't look ahead to Georgetown. It's got to be one game at a time, oh, and, yeah. and we're on the scene all tonight. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sort of uh, finalizing the uh, Seton Hall preview. You know, I want to see that team victory as well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see, you know, primarily Carter and, and Odoro going out there and putting putting their all into it like like we did at home, you know. Right. I want to see Rich Barron. Yeah. That's is, that your, is that your fryer factor for tonight? I think that's my fryer factor okay. for tonight. Okay. We got to get I, back to that. I, you know, I, I like, quite honestly, like, his performance against DePaul was, was stellar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he had a great just perform Like, shooting efficient. the ball and three-pointer. I think he was, like – three for three shooting from the three-pointer yeah you know i mean just very efficient you know he's he's stepping up more so than than cory floyd at this point yeah you know yeah. I, I i i do like cory floyd i can talk about him for you yeah know, for many, days many hours more, yeah. years but yeah. you know i i i think the guy who's going to step up it's it's not going to be garway it's not going to be cory it's going to be rich baron you know i i think he's the he's our man you know who's going to have to step up mm-hmm. you know and i i, I want to see that i want to see him get you know some minutes you know, split with maybe Corey and Garway. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe like a three three way, like you know, maybe ten minutes a piece, like twelve. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, so I want to see that. I want to see Rich Barron. You know, perform, get some get some time off the bench, mm-hmm. and provide those you know just uh, energetic plays. Yeah. You know, those three pointers, those those plays that Corey Floyd gave us last season. Yeah. You know, he like that. Quite honestly, that that's who Rich Barron reminds me of right now. Yeah, is is true, the, yeah. the 22-23 season Corey yeah. Floyd Jr. Yeah, that's who Rich, Rich Barron is. Yeah, you know, I Pretty mean, much. that that's sort of like my uh, little you know um, side mm-hmm. you know, uh, conversation that I right. wanted to throw out yeah. there. Yeah, no, I but, completely um, agree. But I also I also want to say too, uh, like I, I I think Odor is going to have more minutes in this game. I don't think it's going to be a split mm-hmm. as uh, the the Paul game with Slim. Right. You yeah. know, I think Castro is maybe going to get eight minutes, eight ten minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it all depends, once again, you know, yeah. on, on the game flow, how everything's right. going. You yeah. know, if Odoro is just getting completely, you know, shut uh, down shut down in the paint and, and nothing's going in for him, mm-hmm. you know, then Slim could go in and it's a whole new dynamic out right. there. Yeah. You know, I, 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 like I want to see, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be like that 50-50 split like mm-hmm. we saw against DePaul. But, you know, however it works, it'll work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think 
just looking back at Odor's uh, previous performance against Seton Hall, you know, great great game from him, you know, mm-hmm. with around, I want to say, 23 points in the last game. Yeah, he had 23. You know, something like that, yep. yeah. So, I mean, definitely a great performance uh, there. So, I want to see him, you know, have that similar, you know, yeah. presence out yeah, there. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess, I mean, I guess we'll go into our fire factors here, unless you want to say anything else no, about the that's, preview. That's pretty much it. I mean, uh, another road victory would just be monumental. Yeah, it would be huge. That would, would be, be huge. Uh, that, that, that would set us up, mm-hmm. especially against the second-best team, the Bays, yeah. cur- as of right now. Right. As of uh, January 24th, 5.30 p.m., mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, that would be huge for our team. It could definitely boost us up a few, yep. uh, few levels. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe from that lower tier in which we're currently in, yeah, up into that like middle, yeah, middle, um, middle of the pack, mi- middle of the pack, yeah, uh, which will just be um, great for good us. Good sign, yeah. Oh yeah, good momentum for sure. Yeah, I think I'll uh, I'll shift into my fryer factor here. You know, with this with this game preview, I started with the three point ball. Yeah. And with my fryer factor, I'm gonna end with the three point ball. Um, you look at you look at our top three players. I would say it's Carter, Oduro, and Pierre. So. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fry or factor any of those guys. Yep. And so you look at the rest of the starting lineup, and you're between. I mean, this is going off the DePaul game. You're between Corey Floyd Jr. and Ticket Gaines. Um, you know, Corey Floyd Jr. I know you love him, Rich. I yeah. know you love him, yeah. but you know he has been a little bit a little bit disappointing. I have to say. Yes. Have yes. a little bit. He's had the opportunities to. Right. You know, within, in the starting lineup, I mean, just can't. He just hasn't executed. Hasn't executed. And so. You look at and that leaves ticket gains, but then you know, unless I want to go Rich Barron, who's your firefighter, so I'm not going to take Rich, obviously. That's, that's fine. I'm not going to take Donovan, Kieran, Luke Vons, you know, obviously not. And so that Garway. leaves me with Garway. Yeah. It, it really leaves me with Garway and, and Ticket. And if I'm going to talk about the three point ball and make that a priority for this game preview, then I'm going to go with Ticket Gaines. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd argue that he's our. Mm, Depending on how Pierre's shooting the ball, second to third best three point shooter. Yeah, I would say Carter's first. Yeah, um, you know we've talked about his uh, his kind <coughs> of transformation and improvement from three this season, and his confidence and ability to not hesitate when he shoots the ball. But I'm gonna go Ticket Gaines as my fire factors tonight. Good one. Um, you know, much like Rich Barron, you know he kind of does give you those spark plays when the three yep. ball is falling, right? Um, but I think very much like Odoro, if you have his corner three contested then he doesn't really have a second move yeah he doesn't have a second move you know yeah. i'm standing out there right Sorry, you know, no you're good but you're right plot, like yeah you know i mean even go back to the paul game you know we won we, we won by 38 but there wasn't as much movement that i wanted to see and and ball movement right. um etc but you know i want to see ticket maybe okay pump fake that three from the corner yep. and drive inside and either go up for the layup or kick it out for a better shot on the outside um, that's what I want to see because, you know, if he's contested with a corner three, chances are it's not going in. Mm-hmm. But if he's wide open from three, chances are it is going in. Right. So, you know, and Ticket has been struggling as of late and recently. He really has been. Yep. You know, he hasn't been much of a factor, you know, no pun intended. I know this is the Friar Factor, factor. Yep. segment on the show. But, you know, he really has been struggling. And it kind of feels like – He's not giving, getting as much criticism and blame as he deserves. I mean, you know, as a podcaster and fan of the team, that's not what I try to do. I just don't try to lash out players on the team yeah. who deserve criticism and just, like, you know, yell and scream at them and whatever. That's not what I try to do. That's not my intention. But I still do believe that, you know, every player on the team does have some issue, problem, you know, whatever they're dealing with that needs to be addressed because I just want what's best for the team, obviously, right? So – you know, I know I'm not Coach English fellow in, Tom- in Tomlinson, yeah. but, you know, I want to see everyone be successful because, you know, the more the team plays well, the better the team plays, that gives us a greater chance of victory, and the more victories, the better, right? You know, everyone knows that. So that's what I'm going to do with Ticket here. Um, I just I, – I don't think enough people are talking about his performances as of late. Yeah. Um, you know, he's really kind of gone under the radar for me, almost like he's not out there. You know, I don't – I'm not missing his like vocality and leadership on the court and the winning plays that he still does make. That's carried over for sure. It's just kind of his shot selection and, you know, his contested shots that he's taking. I'm just really it's really just goes back to the shot selection. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not putting himself in more situations than one to be successful. Yeah. 
Um, and, you know, I believe that all of his threes have been from the corner of the season besides the one shot like oh, around to Christmas time to send it to overtime. That's really the only right. That's really the only one. So, you know, in a nutshell, my preview is shoot the three point ball better than he did yep. four of fifteen, four of seventeen the first game, and you know, let's have tickets score twelve to fifteen points. Yeah, twelve yeah. to fifteen points. Whether that's uh, by four or five three pointers. Right. Yeah. You know, whether it's from the three ball, whether it's not. You know, let's have Ticket get into the groove, get into the rhythm again. Yeah. I know he shoots better when we're home, but let's have him score 12 to 15 tonight, three to four threes. I don't think that's too, too much to ask. No. And, you know, let's just have those spark plays. Let's have those, those uh, not chunk plays, but, you know, spark plays that really just get the bench off their feet. Give us that momentum. Yeah, give us the yeah. momentum. And, you know, just don't try to shoot it from the corner every time. Because like Oduro with his right hand, you know that's where – Teams know that's where you're going to shoot the ball from. Predictive. So you're yeah. right, and add yep. more, add more to your bag, and let's let's make some shots. So yeah. that's my fryer factor for tonight. You know, I think that's a that's a really good fryer factor there, Ralph. I mean, you look at our game that we played against um, Seton Hall back at the beginning of this year, January third, mm-hmm. right? At home, Ticket Gaines went 0 for two from three point. Right, he wasn't really a factor whatsoever. Yep. I think if Ticket were to have you know provided a little bit more, he was out there for 35 minutes, mm-hmm. was not efficient really whatsoever in this game you know and and when when ticket you know it's not taking his shots when they're not falling you know and, and not taking his corner threes like whatever mm-hmm. he's sort of just there mm-hmm. he's sort of just standing there and and you know sort of like a last like a lackluster performance yeah you know that's just what happens with ticket yeah you know he he's kind of streaky you know no, he is streak, very um you know when, when he's hot he's hot and you know the games that he's hot mm-hmm. you know butler he was hot you know yeah. st john's he was hot like those uh, stretch, but now he's on that like four game, you know, mm-hmm. four game ice cold, you know, not, yeah. not really giving too much, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to to the to the team. Uh, so I I want to see him because this was the missing piece of the puzzle in the game, mm-hmm. in, in 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 the first game, you know, Corey Floyd stepped up a little bit in the in the previous game, getting seven points, like those momentum plays, Devin mm-hmm. Carter with that alley oop to yeah, him, that was cool. you know, great momentum plays. You know, but but there was just something missing from our starting lineup, and that mm-hmm. was Ticket. Yeah. Uh, it, it, if he could go out there 12, 15 points, as you had mentioned, mm-hmm. that takes us, you know, from from being down four to up by, you know, up by eight. Yeah. You get you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's where. No, for sure. You know, that's the difference right there. That's that missing piece of the mm-hmm. puzzle. Is 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 Ticket gains in our starting lineup? Yeah. You know, and, and even against it's an X factor, and and even against uh, even against uh, DePaul, you know, he went two for five. His only shots were three pointers. Yeah, you know, two for five. That's forty percent. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, once again, yeah, you find do, do another move. It becomes predictable. Yeah. The more, the more and more that you just do the corner threes, the right. more it becomes yeah. contested. Yeah. They you know, really know then, it's coming. And then w- once again, like even when he's open, you know, it's a 50-50 shot that he mm-hmm. goes in. Yeah. You know, I'm not a hundred percent confident that every time the ball leaves Ticket's hands, right, it's, it's going, going in. in. Yeah. He, he, he could be wide open for you know ten seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and still, it's like, oh, like uh, that doesn't know. look like it's going in, you know, and then, know. And then you, you you don't know until it goes really in good. or it, it doesn't out. go, it bounces yeah. out, right? Yeah. So that's, I think, where, you know, I, the, the team's going to have to step up. Ticket Gaines is going to have to step up. Yep. Great X factor. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what he does tonight, yeah. what what he provides to the team. Yep. You know, if, if his performance, you know, once again, uh, if he could just learn – what he can do differently, mm-hmm. find an, another move, you know, maybe even get some jump shots, you know, from within the three-point line. Yeah, or even, I, you know, anything. inside, exactly. like whatever, baseline, whatever maybe. Baseline, yeah, that's that's where we that's where we win the game. He just needs to diversify you know? his shot selection. Yeah. That's really what it is. Carter, guaranteed, you know, guaranteed going to put his blood, sweat, and tears yeah. out there. You know, I, I think Carter's going to do have a great game. Yep. You mentioned it too. There are our main three, Carter, Odoro, Pierre. I, I think all three are just going to, you know, once again, put, put their all out there. They're going to have stellar performances. They're going to have a great game, right? Yep. Uh, and, and really, it's just going to be who's going to step up. Yeah. You know, I, I, Corey, you know, I don't know. You know, Garway, I don't know. I want to see Rich Barron. Once yep. again, I'm locking in my X Factor, yep. you know. Rich Barron, we share the same name. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. We, we, we have that connection. Efficient shooter. Efficient shooter. He, he's that guy when you need – when you need momentum, you need you know, a basket. I, he only had five minutes in the first game. Yeah, you know, true. Uh, yeah, it, let's play more minutes. Let, let's, let's, let's play give fifteen. Him a, we'll give him a little bit more. Twelve, minutes, fifteen minutes. You know, um, exactly. Twelve you know, between twelve there. to fifteen. 
you know, may, maybe have a little bit more minutes than Corey Floyd, mm-hmm. you know, or, or split with Corey. Yeah. You know, go 20-20 or however, you know, English decides to split it up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I, I mean, even if Rich could get us, like, seven points, mm-hmm. I think I think still, once again, like, that adds to that missing piece mm-hmm. uh, to, what, to what we need to do. Yeah. But I totally agree. Make our make our free throws. I've been saying this forever. Yeah. We need to make all of our free throws. It's yep. going to be a battle. Yep. Three and a half point spread. You know, the, the easy shots, the points, the, the uncontested free throws, which should be automatic, you know, that's how mm-hmm. we keep the game close. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose this game because we miss free throws, yeah. right? We shot really well in our previous match, 13 for 15, you know, 87%. That's really good. I, I think that was our better number of the of the probably season. The, probably our best. Yeah, probably, one, probably our best. We ran look we, back, it, yeah. one, of, one of the worst teams in free throws in the Big East. Yeah, you know, so that's why that's why the game was was close. That's why it was four points. That's why we had a shot to win the game with Odor with the left hand. Right? Yeah. Was because we kept it close because we were missing our free throws. That's I, I think that's going to be not not a fryer factor, but just like uh, an ingredient. Yeah, for, ingredient. Yeah, an ingredient to to our recipe for for a win is that. We got to out rebound. I think we're finally realizing that we could rebound without Hopkins, mm-hmm. and we're finally re- realizing how to rebound without Hopkins. Right. right? Yeah. So, I, 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 our rebound numbers are steadily going back up to, to the Hopkins level. He was our biggest <laughs> provider with around like you know fifteen, sixteen, yeah. whatever. Yep. But it's going to be the free throws, the rebounds, and either ticket and rich. Yeah. You know. Just providing like that, like you know, seven to like you know, twelve points. Yeah, maybe each. Each, yeah, that would be I, nice. I, I, that would I be think nice. I think that there could be a combined fryer factor in both of them. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited to see what what happens tonight. Yep. very interested. This is if we can win this, I, I you know, all hope is not lost. Yeah, true. We, season's we, we back on. So, season's we have back so much on. to look forward to. Season's I'm back excited on. about it. This is this is gonna be I I, I think our you know our, our the the. The biggest game that we've had yet this season. I agree because this is I the agree. make or it's break. Very volatile you know, game. Once again, you know, in in DePaul, we said it's a make or break, you know, game, whatever. Yeah. This is going to be a season defining game. Yeah. Yep. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to ramble. No, like you're, you're good. I mean, Georgetown, I, I was gonna, I was yep. gonna say, like, you know, I couldn't have put that any better. Yeah. Like that was perfect. But uh, yeah, I mean, with that, in these final 13 minutes, we're just gonna touch on the Georgetown game. Um, but you know. If Rich and I have enough time to record a Georgetown preview, a longer extended version of it, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we don't find enough time to, then we're just going to have this be the preview. Um, you know, I mean, we just don't really want to force a bad product, you know, whatever it may be, right? So just fair warning there, disclaimer, whatever. But let's talk about Georgetown. Saturday, 1230, Ed Cooley's first game back at PC after he obviously left. You know, let's not talk about, you know, the way he left and blah, blah, blah. We, all, we did a right. whole separate episode on that. You guys can go listen long, back to that. Long time ago. Ed Cooley departs for Georgetown. It's in Spotify. It's an Apple podcast. Go give it a listen if you haven't already. But Saturday, 1230, it's going to be a movie. It's going to oh, be yeah. a movie, man. It's going to be an absolute movie. It is going to be amazing. It is going to be so much fun. It's going to be an environment, an atmosphere that I have never seen before in my life when it comes to basketball and when it comes to college basketball, certainly. Um, I think it's one of the biggest games in the country. Oh yeah. Regardless of conference, um, regardless of D one, D two, D three, I think it's going to be one of the best games in college basketball all year round, including March Madness. I don't think it's getting enough attention. I know it's on Fox, which is awesome. You know, you know, main stage, mainstream media. Mainstream yeah. media. I mean, it's one of the biggest networks in the world. It's awesome. Twelve thirty start. You know, I'd like. I wish it was pushed back farther. Maybe like a seven o'clock tip Saturday night hoops. That would have been awesome. Cool. But. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a movie. It's going to be an absolute movie. It's going to be awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just can't wait. I mean, everyone here has been looking forward to it ever since Cooley obviously departed. But, you know, I, you know, it's Wednesday right now, and I honestly don't think this is getting enough talk and attention right now this week in school yeah. um, from what I've heard from people. Um, I know a lot of people have been inside. The weather hasn't been great, whatever. But I feel like it's not getting enough talk and attention. But, you know, with this game – um, you know, I th- I think we should win this game pretty handedly. You know, I think this this game comes down to we have Devin Carter and the other team doesn't. I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. You know, with Georgetown, it's really about containing Epps, which I'm very confident in. Mm-hmm. We have Devin Carter, the other team doesn't. Um, I think Kim is going to outcoach Cooley when it comes to X's and O's and preparation. I think I think the environment and, and atmosphere is going to be too much for Cooley. I don't think he's going to be able to handle it. Um, you know. This is going to be a sellout no matter what. 
there's not going to be one open seat in the stadium, in the arena. Um, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a movie. I can't wait. I'm expecting a win, and let's just let's just enjoy it and cherish it. You know, this is one of, if not the biggest game in PC history, honestly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you have your head coach who was your head coach for 12 years, you know, multiple times said that PC was going to be his home forever. Yep. And, you know, quits on his team midseason, sells his house on the market. Rumors about, you know, he had an affair with his wife. We're not going to touch on that. Um, we we're not going to, yeah. you know, just out of those reasons, we're not going to touch on it and talk about it. But, you know, um, you know, quit on his team, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, you guys know the spiel. Everyone knows the story by now. You know, just watch the uh, Divine Providence documentary on YouTube by Big East Films. Um, I watched it the other day. It came out at the beginning of this week. It's about an hour and 17 minutes. It does a great job of covering, you know, Cooley's career with Providence and then his eventual leave for Georgetown. Uh, it's a great watch. You know, great uh, great interviewers on it. Uh, obviously, John Fanta. Love him. That's my guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this game's going to be a movie, and I just, I just can't wait. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think this is the most highly anticipated Friars game in, in recent history. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you can mention, you know, the Kansas uh, Kansas game, Sweet, six, six, uh, Sweet 16 game mm-hmm. back in the 21-22 yep. season. You know, I think that that was, you know, one of the most highly anticipated games that we've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially because, you know, making the Sweet 16, all that. And Kentucky last year, you know, in the round of uh, 64. Like yeah, that was uh, for sure. I think that those were like the two biggest games I mean, that we've had. Those are blue blood programs, exactly. And and in recent history, you know, and then you can look back to 1987, the yeah. Final Four game. You know, True. good history. We, good we've history. Had, we've had um, you know, many many great games in in our in our school's history, but this one's a personal game. Yes, yeah, you know, sure. th- th- this this is a personal game. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's there's so many rivalries. You know that that the Friars have. You know, the Villanovas, the you know, UConn's, UConn. the Marquettes, yeah. you know, all of these. And I would argue Seton Hall's in there, as I mentioned, you know, yeah. a couple, um, like, 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has become a new rivalry. Yeah, you know? and, start and, of and, a new rivalry. And it, yeah. and it is all personal, mm-hmm. you know? At Cooley, whether it's, you know, um, whether the fire was fueled a little bit too much, that can mm-hmm. be debated. You know, uh, Cooley is, is just disliked here. Yeah, he's I, hated I, here. I, he's, hated. he's hated. I mean, he's hated. I hate to use that word, but. He is, he is. You know, he, he, he was our hero. He brought us from nothing into something, yeah. you know, during his time here when he came over from Fairfield, right? Mm-hmm. He gave us, you know, a great, you know, a great tenure. I mean, great performances, brought us to the Sweet 16, mm-hmm. brought us to the round of 64 last year, you know, and, and it, it's just sad to see, you know, everything. They just dropped everything mm-hmm. to go to a new program for money, yeah. whether it was because he had an affair. We won't go into it, right? right. Yeah, yeah, for you. But, that is why everyone is so excited to be there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's why because it's personal, right? You know, he he, he ditched us, mm-hmm. but what what he doesn't realize is that we still have everything plus more. Mm-hmm. We have Kim English, yeah. young, you know, personable, you know, just amazing coach, yeah, relatable, relatable. All, all the students here love him. Yeah. We love Kim. Yeah, we you know, do. We, I do. we do. The players love Kim. Kim's recruiting, mm-hmm. you know, Oswin, as you as you Bonk, mentioned uh, before we started recording, Mello. you know, you, I, I, you made a great point. Mm-hmm. Would Oslin and um, was Bonk, Bonk, yeah, yeah, would, would, would they have would they have come here? Yep. You know, I mean, I who knows? I don't know. I who seriously knows? don't know. You know, and, and and that's the thing about Cooley is Cooley leaving. Who do we lose? We lost Drew Fielder. And we lost Jared Bynum. Uh, Mulready too, but and, he's okay, not playing with Mulready, them right. yet. But yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Three three players, but yeah. but look but look who we've gotten so far. Yeah. You know, look the the, the transfers from George Mason, Odoro, yep. Ticket, Ticket Fernandez. Fernandez. You know, uh, we got Austin, we got Bob, yeah, we got Eli. You know, even though he's a freshman, but exactly. You know. And 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 you know, English kept Pierre on. Fernandez. You know, so that that sort of you know helped us and yeah. benefited us in the long run. Right. You know, because Pierre's having an outstanding uh, season so far. Mm-hmm. I would I would uh, argue to yeah. say. Um. But yeah, we we only lost out on you know um. Really, Drew Fielder yeah. and Bottom, right? Yep. And and then look, uh, Fielder hasn't been really, really doing too much down at the Georgetown program. No. And you know, Bottom's just doing his thing over at Stanford. I can't really hate on Bottom. <laughs> yeah, you know? true. Like, Bottom could do whatever, right. whatever the hell he wants could to a, do. Could go right. anywhere, yeah. But it's just the fact that we that our identity and and what it means to be a Friar is mm-hmm. still here under English. You know, it is still. I I would argue we still have that us we together family Friars motto. Yeah. With English, right? You know, and, and plus we have mindset. Yeah, you know, so True. everything that 
everything that Cooley embodied, mm-hmm. everything you know, like that that he that he wanted us to be, is still here under English. True. And and that's a good point. I want to argue, like I I, I do want to argue. I, I think that this game, I, I know many many uh, students, many fans are gonna go in there, you know, saying F Ed Cooley, yeah, F this, Chant, F tall that, boys throwing right, left they, and right. Yeah. I, I, it's gonna be hectic. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. it's gonna be you, you know WWE Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that it's gonna be Hell in the <laughs> Dunk, man. I, yeah. I'm, I'm telling, you, it's gonna be wild. <laughs> Ralph, it's gonna yeah, be wild. it's gonna it's be, gonna be insane. it's gonna be scary. It's, I mean, yeah, it's gonna. Um, I won't. I won't say scary. No, um, it won't be scary. Yeah, I think that. I think we're smart enough insane, to actually make crazy. better decisions. But yeah, no, but you know, kids, kids will get blackout. Yeah, right, you know, right, right, it's, right. It's, it's not good. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's um not gonna be the best uh, sight to see. No, that's for sure. That's but, for sure. I, I forget where where my train of thought was. Oh, so yeah, it's gonna be all F Ed Cooley. Yep. I I think that there should be a shift though. I think I think we should just appreciate what English has already given to us yeah. and just, you know, and, and, and forget about Cooley mm-hmm. and just show English that we've moved on. Yeah. That English, you are our guy now. Yep. I think if we say like, you know, like I, I, I think it would hurt Cooley more, mm-hmm. you know, us saying that how much we love and appreciate Kim English Yeah. and, and, and for giving us that new mindset, that momentum to go forward and that we are excited for the years ahead of us mm-hmm. with English that would hurt Cooley more than us saying F Ed Cooley, throwing stuff at Ed Cooley, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think many, many students will, you know, no. will, will, will abide by like that, you know, standard. Yeah. Um, but I think I, that, like, that's, that's one of my main points mm-hmm. is that, you know, Cooley knows what he did was wrong. Oh, 100%. He knows what he did was 100%. wrong. He had one you foot know, out the, the door. The, the, end, the end of the season was, was pitiful. Yeah. That end of, of last season was disgraceful, awful. Yeah, you know the loss to Seton Hall senior the senior game. The what what happened in in, in, in the NCAA March Madness yep. tournament? Uh, disgraceful. <laughs> I mean, it's so so many things. You know, I really, I I I, won't, I, I promise I want to get into. It. I'm getting into. It. I no. It, 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 I but. I, I, I think that there should be a, a shift over to you know now now we're happy with what we have. Mindset. It is a mindset. Mindset. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. No. 100%. I mean, I, I, I think we we need to. I well, I personally, I, I think the whole Cooley hate was fueled by like Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports. You yeah. know, which is good. It, it puts our school out there. I'm a map, us, you know, I guess. Something. You know, it's a. You know, and, and but but it really, I, I I think it just really burnt up that hatred for Cooley, yeah. and people hate him. You know, but like the. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll stop talking. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. If you want to keep going, keep on no, going. No, no, yeah, the floor is yours. No, I don't know. The floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's going to be the shift from us, we together, family friars, to mindset, right? You know, mentally, take this game personally. Mentally, you know, if you're Jaden Pierre, you know, your coach recruited you only to leave after one right. season. You know, if you're Devin Carter, and, yeah. you know, I know Hopkins isn't playing, but if you're Devin Carter, you know, this coach recruited you and leave left you after one season. Um, who else? Who else? Well, you know, I mean, Garway. You yeah. know, even you know, Cooley recruited recruited Garway, and then you know he left, and you know Kim obviously had to have Jaden and Garway yeah. recommit, but you know, but still, the point still lies. You know, this coach recruited you and left you after one season for all of our key important players that, thankfully, we still have on our English, right? Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be big. Um, you know, I just, I just want to want to see a team that's just mentally and physically tougher than Georgetown in every sense and aspect of those words. I want to see a team that's scrappy. That's, you know, I'm sounding like cool here, honestly, like scrappy, physical, tough, a team that's going to win in a street fight, a team that's going to win in a brawl. You know, I do think this team is tougher than Georgetown. And, you know, I mean, Georgetown's really only best player, really good to great player, very good, great player is, Jay Neps. Yeah. And you already know who's gonna be on Jay Neps and that's Devin Carter at home at the right. amp. You know, that's that, pretty good for that, us, that's though. raps. You know, yeah. that's that's game over. That's handshake, good game. Yeah. You know, that's how good I feel and confident I feel about the Epps Carter matchup. But yeah, I mean I just I just think too many people are uh are yeah, let, I think too many people are just kind of you know what I dislike about this game the most is because everyone's going to make it about Cooley. Right. And, right. and it should, and that was my whole rant. Was, right. You know, my, 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 right. My whole, what, like 10, 15 minute right. rant was about, yeah. you know, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, right. And, it, you know, every, everyone's going to make it about Cooley. And I understand that. I get that. He obviously left us for Georgetown. But that doesn't have to be what this game is about. No. If if Patrick Ewing was still the coach of Georgetown, that stadium wouldn't be filled up to 25%. No. I yeah. mean, it wouldn't be filled up 25%. Well, I, I, I think it would still be a packed uh, stadium with you mm, like Maybe 50, but maybe, it's not going to be. But a, but a 12-30 game, yeah, you're right. right you're right. People, right. people would you know, they, they, they would just they would be, still be sleeping. They'd still be sleeping. Like a, right. like a Saturday, you right. know, after going out and drinking exactly. and stuff, you know. Um, but here, I'm going to come and do my next point here, which is. Just going to move to my next point here, which is, you know, the fans and people that are going to be at the game, you know, the easy thing to do is to make it about Cooley, right? It's very easy to do that. But, you know, personally, I'm going there to see this team kick the bleep out of Georgetown. Yeah. You know, I'm not going there. For, I mean, obviously part of me is going to go there because it's going to be Ed Cooley's first game. But, right. you know, I already know that, you know, the drunk people in the crowd and stuff are going to be, you know, yeah. wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning, yeah. start drinking, you know, get there super early, make sure they get there early, ready to be, you know, blasted, hammered, whatever you want to say. And they're just going to be there to you know, chant F Ed Cooley and throw beer onto the court and all the rest of the nonsense, right? Like, I'm not going there for I mean, you know, I'm not going there for that. But, you know, <coughs> I'm also not going to say that I'm not looking forward to that. Like, it's going to be fun to watch. It'll be funny and stuff. It'll make for good content, whatever. Right. But I'm going there to see this team kick the bleep out of Georgetown. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see a blowout. I want to see a complete domination. And, you know, I want to see this team on a three-game win streak Heading into uh, who's our next opponent against Georgetown? Well, um, I believe it's uh, UConn's coming up. Is it UConn? It is UConn. Yeah. I, w- I want to see this team go on a three-game win streak and then going play, into play the going into UConn, the number one team in the country. Right? That's what I want to see. Yeah, that's what I want to see. And I know it's easy to make it all about Cooley and stuff, but I'm seeing I'm I'm going there to see this team outcoach, outplay. And out dominate this Georgia yeah. team. So that's my take yeah. on the game. That's a great that's a great take. You know, I, I, I think, you know, in, in my own words now, you know, just show coolly what he's missing out on. Yeah. The true. team that we have, like right now, just like I, I have no doubts that we're gonna go in the amp, the atmosphere, that you know, just the fan just helping us like, you know, play. Mm-hmm. You know, just being at home, that that factor alone is is gonna help us beat the crap oh out, God, out of Georgia. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah. I and I, I think I think Undeniably, like I, I think we're gonna crush them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's just how the game's gonna go. Right. You know, they're, they're only good players, Jaden Epps, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about that. You know, Supreme Cooks, you know, relatively good as well. He's a fair field you know? transfer. Yeah. You know, like, but you know, like, like if if you could stop, which I know Devin Carter's gonna do, uh, if you could stop Epps, it's, it's game over. It's game over. You know, it, it really is game over. Uh, so yeah, I mean, once again, I I I haven't even gotten a ticket for the game yet. Oh, you gotta figure that out. They've been outrageous. Um, gotta figure that out. You know, I might I might actually have to do uh, my own separate podcast just uh, ranting about about the uh, lottery tickets for the uh, lottery yeah, season tickets. We could do that. That oh man, that did that ever really just uh, piss me off? But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I still gotta find a ticket for it. But you know, I, as you said, like I'm I'm there to watch basketball. Right. You know, I'm not there to really just, you know, rip into Cooley. Mm-hmm. You know, rip him a new one for, for you know, just following what his, his ambitions. Mm-hmm. You know, and for whatever reasons those are, like, you know, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to see a basketball. Right. You know, and yeah. quite honestly, I don't know if I want to spend north of $200 for that basketball ticket. Yeah. I think that's a little outrageous. Um, yeah, that's but, you know, I, I, I'm still looking into it. Um, people are selling on PC Mobile. I know that they're dropping mm-hmm. the uh, student tickets relatively soon. So yeah, well, I'm, I'll, I'll definitely figure it out. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for this game. You know, however way I end up watching it. Yeah. Um, I think it's just going to be a great game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do I do have my concerns. Um, you know, there there is always the idea that the game could stop like midway, True. and they can't continue playing. Because yeah. it's just a, such a rowdy environment. Right, yeah. You know, you could take a look at the uh, Villanova game, I believe it was, last year. Oh, yeah, The can yeah, was yeah, thrown onto yeah. the court. I remember Knapp got onto the Knapp got onto the mic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was nuts, too. That was nuts, you know. Yeah. But that, I mean, something like that, you know, could stop a game. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they could just completely stop playing and sure. play it at, you know, in a, at, at a stadium alumni, with no fans. Alumni hall. Alumni you know, hall with like, no one. Yeah. With no, no, no fans in attendance. Yeah. You know, so then... You know that that's my worry. Mm-hmm. We just got to be smart, and, and and as we, I'm saying, us Providence College students, mm-hmm. we just got to be smart, and we just need to know, you know, the environment and and the risks that you know are are also in place. You know? Yeah. 
um, uh, like I don't want our team to get you know um, fined, suspended, right. whatever for some you know stupid reason. It, you know, you know, if some drunk um, kid throws a beer on yep. the court. You know, Which so. I mean, if we did it against Nova, I mean, I, it's I think something like that's going to happen again. You know, yeah. in this game. Yeah. You know, I know they're not selling tall boys anymore yeah. after that one incident. You know. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's a chance that something like that could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, especially with just this whole drama of yeah. Cooley and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, it's you know, we'll see, mm-hmm. we'll see. But yeah, I mean, I don't even know if they're gonna be selling like beer and alcohol this I game. Don't I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we'll see. But I think uh, I think with all that being said, we covered three games here, and I think. Uh, we're going to get out of here. we got 27 minutes till game time against Seton Hall. It's 6.03 on Wednesday, January 24th right now. Rich and I are going to go to the uh, Glorious Ray Dining Hall, get some Raven. dinner before the game. <laughs> Raven. I got a lot. And uh, we're going to analyze and get back to you guys. You know, if it's not later this week, then it will be sometime next early week. to mid yeah. next week. So we'll be back for that. Uh, plenty more content going your way. Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, enjoy the game Saturday. Have fun. Be safe. Be smart. And let's go Friars.